Hi guys, I'm Marie. And I'm Maddie. And we are here recording Lost in the Woods. Maddie finally found some time to come over and record because she started a new job and it's like she's a busy adult now. It's crazy. It's almost like I have a whole life. (laughs) All right. Today we are covering the case of Dalen Moak Powell. He goes by Moak, so that is what we will be calling him for the rest of this episode. And he went missing on the stairway to heaven in Hawaii. Moak was 18 years old when he went missing, and he lived in South Kona, a district on the big island known for its Kona coffee and its location of the Ironman World Championship Triathlon. So he was a senior in high school. He was an aspiring pastry chef with plans to attend culinary school after graduation. He enjoyed swimming and hiking, and you can find pictures of him doing both of these all over his social media. Something about someone wanting to become a pastry chef just makes me kind of think you might be better than other people. Like you are. Like you're just like a you a kind soul. Like, like you're a better person if you want to be a pastry chef? Yeah. Because <laughs> like who is a bad person who's a pastry chef? So Moke was visiting his grandma Martha Bear in Oahu and he told her that he wanted to go hiking and was thinking of climbing the haiku stairs or the stairway to heaven a very popular and very closed hike, which his grandmother told him, and she assumed that he would not hike. Right. So she assumed at that point, telling him, oh, it's actually closed, you can't go hike it, that he wouldn't do it. Yeah. She was wrong. Now, on February 25 of 2015, Moak posted a picture of the stairs saying, Stairway to Heaven, Hiking this insane hike tomorrow, wish me luck. And he put a bunch of emojis with it. It's kind of an emoji kind of guy. Well, it's 2015. 2015. Who wasn't an emoji guy in 2015? Good point. Now, there are six comments on his post. The first comment says, isn't it closed? And if you go up there, you're going to get a fine big time. To which he replied, yes. It's closed, and yes, you can get a citation, but the citation isn't that bad. But there's other ways to getting to the stairs without breaking any laws. Another comment said, it's like super closed now, though, because there was a landslide that took out a lot of the stairs. Please be careful. To which Moak responded, yeah, that happened early February, and the stairs are broken in the beginning but that's not the only way to the top of the ridge. I'm taking a different way. Thanks, I'll be careful. Another one said, I would so love to do that. And another one said, why in the world would you go do that? Ugh, damn it. And Moak did not respond to either of those. But I also couldn't see a date for when they were put on there either. So it could have been after he left for his hike. Also on February 25, he posted a dance routine saying, yes, wish I could do this. (laughs) Then on February 26th, he posts and the hike begins. Hashtag haiku and two emojis, one tennis shoe and one that looks like leaves. So all of the sources say that he went missing on the 27th, but this post is on the 26th. So either he delayed his hike a day after posting this or all of the news outlets got the day wrong maybe that was the day he was reported missing or maybe he was like 
technically a missing person by that. Right. Second day, maybe. And every single news report that I could find on this case said the 27th. So either they all got it wrong or he posted this on the 26th, but then didn't do his hike until the 27th. Weird. I don't know. know. So the Stairway to Heaven is a 3,922-step steel structure that leads to a former U.S. Navy communication facility that was built in 1942 to support the Haiku radio station that transmitted top-secret communication to Navy ships. Building the station was one of the most complex projects of World War II and was classified as top-secret and once operational, was able to send low-frequency messages to submarines as far away as Tokyo Harbor. Construction actually began in 1943 to create an antenna system that reached almost 3,000 feet across the valley. The construction alone was a harrowing task, but the second problem was how to get men to the top of the cliff so that they could transmit things. The dirt was very crumbly or it was really muddy and unstable. There were lots of landslides. So wooden steps were actually constructed and later in the mid-1950s, they would be replaced with the metal stairs that are there today. It was decommissioned in the 1950s and would later be used by the U.S. Coast Guard. It spans the Koolahu mountain range and has a view of Kanahu and the bay. In 1981, people were allowed to climb the stairs if they signed a waiver. But on April 9, the stairs were featured in an episode of Magnum P.I., the TV show. And then in September, an article ran about the stairs. And after these two incidents, as many as 200 people a day were requesting to climb the stairs. Damn it, Magnum P.I., They would limit the stairs to 75 climbers at a time. This, I feel like initially this might've been like the line at Everest. (laughs) To get to the top. Have you seen videos of it like being hiked when it was like popular? No. Of the stairs? No. In March of 1987, the stairs were closed for repairs, but civilian access and vandalism had been a growing concern and may have been the real reason for the stairs closing. And by June, they would be permanently closed and deemed as unsafe. But this has not stopped people from climbing them, especially with the spread of social media. It is estimated that about 4,000 people climb them every year. And this is with it being illegal. But there is no public access to the stairs, and you have to trespass in order to get to the entrance, which has become a huge problem. I watched probably 30 YouTube videos of people sneaking around in the dark, going through people's yards, avoiding police that are canvassing the streets to try to get to the stairs, like while it's dark climbing through gates, going under. I mean, it's just crazy. Security to try to keep people off of the stairs has cost taxpayers about $250,000 a year. And people living near the base battle illegal parking, trespassing, and even damage to their property. So. (laughs) Yeah, that was a long, uh, 
Yeah. That's a lot of issues for like this little island to be dealing with. I would think. Now they are classified as dangerous and yes, people have had to be rescued off of them, helicoptered off and things like that. The terrain is dense and there's a lot of twisted trees. There's a lot of landslides, but there have been no serious injuries or deaths related specifically to the stairs besides one death that was a heart attack. So compared to other hikes that we have talked about, they're actually very safe. I'm thinking this is more of an excuse to close them off to the public. But you also have to consider if people are being rescued off of them on a regular basis for whatever reason, like why would you need to be rescued off of them? You're having trouble? Mm-hmm. Like having it's too tr- difficult? Yeah. Huh. There's 3,000 stairs. Yes, but you know you're going to be climbing 3,000 stairs. If you can't do that, you shouldn't be on them. People are not self-aware and do not understand. I was reading, I was reading this one person's thing on the, the Facebook group for Havasu that I'm going to in a couple weeks. And she was like, we're really not much of hikers. Does anybody have any extra space on their meals for our backpacks? I'm just like, what the fuck? It costs $400 to get a meal to take your backpack down there and you're asking if anybody has any extra space for you. No one's going to have extra space Dude. for you. Dude, come on. So on February 27th, 2015, Moke left his grandmother's house and boarded a bus that would go from Waianae to the area near the stairs. And this would be the last confirmed sighting of him. He was wearing a white long sleeve t-shirt black surf shorts, slippers, mm-hmm. and carrying a red backpack. Did slippers? he bring other shoes with him? Not that I could find anywhere. That's just what he was wearing when he was last seen boarding the bus. Maybe he had hiking shoes in his backpack? That's what I'm thinking. In his red backpack? I hope so. Or at least tennis shoes. When he did not return home that evening, his grandmother became worried and called the police. Reasonable. Your grandson told you he was going to do an illegal hike. So police would find out that he indeed went to go hike the staircase. He had sent pictures to his friends and family, and the last one that he sent was from the trail around 11 a.m. on the 27th. Now, search efforts would involve the fire department, local volunteers, and the U.S. Navy. They searched through the weekend with no sign of Moke, and authorities believed that he had made it to the top, but not back down. But the weather would make searching very difficult. The rain made it especially hard for searchers as the area has a lot of landslides. HFD Captain Paul Bass said, First crews were here maybe a little after 6.30 or 7 a.m., But the weather was much poorer then. It was actually raining cats and dogs. So they couldn't do much. We waited till about maybe 8.30, regrouped, took the next crew, and we've been searching since then. I like that he says raining cats and dogs. So local helicopter pilots donated their time to fly the area and the valley. So the principal of the local charter school offered the parking lot as a 
landing pad for them and a base camp for searchers. Um, one volunteer described the scene. We gather in a circle and the principal leads the group in prayer in Hawaiian to bring Mok back to his family. They also said, goosebumps covered my arms as they started to sing in Hawaiian and even the children chimed in. Their tiny voices blended together with the strong voices of the elders. As they sang, they were choking up, sobbing through the words, but insistently chanting on. Tears were streaming down my face by the end. Moke's father would even join in the helicopter flights, and it was said that he whistled and yelled over the roar of the helicopter, trying to call to his son. Trying to yell over a helicopter? Man. There was a potential sighting where a couple reported seeing a light on the mountain the night of the 27th. Could this have been Moke or maybe just some other hiker that was illegally climbing the stairs? I think either one is probably possible. Although I doubt Moke had any kind of flashlight with him. So unless it was his phone light, then I would say it was another hiker. And like I said, there are hundreds of videos of people sneaking in at night to the stairs. On Monday the 2nd, so three days after Moke went missing, hikers reported hearing cries for help. Um, yeah, so, uh, that would be him. Can you imagine? You're just like out hiking the staircase that you're not supposed to hike that's illegal to be on, and you hear somebody crying for help. Okay, so one of the hikers said, we had hiked about three hours up. We were yelling to each other to make sure the others were okay because we were so far apart. The wind died down for just a half second and we heard somebody scream, help me. It shook me up so bad that I had to sit down to even call 911. My friends were about 50 yards in front of me and little did I know they were also calling 911. All five of us heard it at the same time. If we were going straight on the trail, the voice was coming from the left. It was coming from down below. It did not seem as if it was echoing, nor did it seem very far away. The scary thing is that after about an hour, once the rescuers were there, my friend and I were bound and determined to get to the top of the stairs, so we decided to continue on, and the other three stayed where they were. As we were continuing up the ridge, we could hear the firemen, rescuers down below, whistling and calling for him again. Then the wind died down just a tad, and we heard, I'm down here. My friend and I both stopped in our tracks and started screaming for him. It was not the rescuers. The voice was different than the calls from the rescuers. I immediately called 911 again. We stayed up there for about another hour without moving to try to listen for him again. The wind was so bad and the clouds were starting to roll in and it was really hard to hear anything. Either way, searchers, rescuers were unable to locate the source of this call for help. Weird. Isn't that so weird? Yeah. One thing that is really prevalent in this area is landslides. So one of the theory is that maybe he got like... Buried. Like partially buried or something and was trapped and unable to get out. The official search would be called off the next day at 444. Interesting. 444. That, I think that's when they signed off. It, 
it came from something. I don't know why. I wonder what so the exact. angel numbers 444 mean. Ooh. One of our listeners has to know. I'm not going to look it up. Someone tell us. Although volunteers would continue searching, um, some even repelled hundreds of feet down the cliff to check. Yeah, like kind of at the end of the trail where they think he Might his have last been. picture was taken. Yeah. Because he had sent a picture to somebody. And that's why they think he made it up but not down because the last picture he sent looked like it was from higher up on the trail. Okay. Now, his family spent some time studying all the photos that he had sent that they knew he had taken, right? And they would find something alarming. In one of his photos, there appears to be a man lurking in the bushes behind him. So it almost looks like he's hiding or squatting down. Now, could this be another hiker that is taking the same route as him? Could this be somebody that's following him? We don't know. I need to see this picture. Do you have this I picture? I do. Well, first glance, you just see trees and bushes. Bushes, which is probably all that um, he saw. From like an upward angle. He's very taking steep, it down. Steep ass hill. Yeah. Oh, that's totally a man crouching down. That is 100% a man with a receding hairline crouching down. He has really long arms. You should go look up this picture right now, actually. This we'll might be too. the craziest photo that I've seen where someone's like, oh, you know, it's a man crouching down in the bushes. And you expect to see, like, a photo that doesn't really... This that is, might be branches. This is a man. This is a person, or at least a person-looking thing. Its arms look really, really long to me. So not everybody agrees with you, Madison. Really? I mean, I guess he could, that this could not be his arms right here. That could be a branch there and that could be his arms uh -huh. and he could have like his arms crossed uh -huh. over his knees squatting down, I guess. Uh -huh. But if those are his hands, like that's his arms, his arms are way too fucking long. But I, just, I, I don't like how his head looks like it's be, like behind his body with that branch covering it the way that it is. Uh-huh. I, I have some issues with it, but we'll get to that. It kind of looks like a kind of looks like a shapeshifter. Kind of looks like a shifty. I'm it, not saying the word again. It looks a little again. sketchy. I know. I'm not gonna okay. say it again, but you all know what I'm talking about. Now, I did read a Reddit thread where one user claimed that it was his friend in the photo and that he had already identified himself to police hmm. because this photo is released. Yeah. Right. His family releases it. Help us identify this person. Were you hiking in this area, right? So he says that his friend has already identified himself as the man in the picture and gone forward. Another user in the same thread posted, I'm the man in the picture, but his username has since been deleted. Okay. But the comment is still there. Yeah, I'm, I mean, anyone could fake this. Who but knows? Yeah, I'm, uh, right? I'm open to hear... Another comment said, just to shed some light on this, the guy in the picture is a good friend of mine and he did call the police when finding out that Moke was missing. So there is no creepy mountain man, just pure luck that he came across the corner the second Moke took the picture. Either way, police have not confirmed whether or not they have identified the person in this picture. Okay. I mean, fair enough. I don't know why the police would. They never admit to anything I know. anyway. But... So, also, it could just be a random man, but he looks like he's squatting. Why are you squatting? So, I mean, he could be tired. Some people, when analyzing this picture, believe that it's actually 
trees and it's an illusion that it's actually a person. Do you need to see the picture again? Yeah. Which, when I look at this, the head to me is the only thing that says this is this looks like a person. His body, the the body is subjective. It does look and like then, he's squatting down. And then there are people who say there are two people in the picture. Really? Uh huh. And if you look, they say the second person is a child squatting down in front of him. That kind of looks a little ghostly. No, that's a tree. I think it's a tree. Too. I can get behind the man, the other one being a man, like that that guy with the receding hairline. I can, right, it's the receding hairline that makes it I look can like a man. One hundred percent, get behind that being a man, even if that part that we're seeing that we think is his body isn't his body, and he's just standing walking. Yeah, I don't that's think his that's head. his. I don't think this is his body. I think this is his head, and he's coming from behind where these bushes are. And it just gives the illusion that that's yeah, his body. Yeah, I think that's a total yeah. possibility. I don't think that child's... I think that's definitely a tree. Yep. So either way, this became like... This is a mountain man that was following him and probably murdered him. It doesn't even look like a mountain man. I know. It just. It literally just looks like some guy coming around the corner. He has his hair buzzed. He has a short haircut. There's also information on... Some of these Reddit threads that says that his Facebook page was deleted. And before it was deleted, there was a post on there that said something like, they can't make any more updates about the search because the situation had become complicated. And this was not their decision. I did see from one of the family members that they said the Facebook page was not deleted, but that it was made private. Because they had so many issues with it. Well, then it's probably like the last thing you want to hear when, you know, even if it's a hike, he's not supposed to be on, you know, like he still deserves People, to be found and everything. Mm-hmm. But That's what I'm wondering. But what do you think became complicated that they said they couldn't update anymore because things had become complicated? Maybe it was just the fact that people were like, you can't be on this abandoned hike, you know, like. I could totally see people being dicks like that. I also found information that said there was a geocache near the top that was called Heaven, but I couldn't find anywhere if anybody had checked the logbook to see if he had signed it. Now, on March 8th of 2015, an article in the Hawaii News Now reported, the Navy and the Honolulu Fire Department have suspended their search, but the family and volunteers are continuing using private choppers and drones to search. There was a ping from his phone, an outgoing transmission. That was a location. From that evidence of the ping, a flyover was done and a camera located a possible movement of an individual. And that's the evidence that we're going off of now. So they're using private choppers to search and they did indicate that they had a camera on the chopper had located possible movement of an individual. And so they decide to go in, they bring in a search dog for the first time. So three members of a Maui search and rescue team, along with a canine named Mia, were flown in. And this would be the first time that a dog was used in the search for milk. So they haven't brought dogs in at all, which really surprises me. 
I mean, doesn't that surprise you that they haven't brought search dogs in? Well, with like the potential for like landslides and things like that. I mean, maybe there's no, I don't. Maybe it's not safe. Maybe there's no search dog in Hawaii. Well, this on one, this island, this one did have to be flown in. So maybe they just didn't have a search dog, like a canine. That's true. Or a, a sniffer dog, or anything like that. And this was like maybe their first opportunity, and maybe it wasn't even their first opportunity. Maybe it was just that they got enough pushback that they were like, "Well, this is the family paying for this." Oh, yeah. So the family was like, "Fuck this! We're getting a canine in here. We're yeah. getting some kind of sniffer dog in here." Well, and. They were actually able to raise like $15,000 with their GoFundMe. And once it hit this amount, they actually closed down donations. And this is what they said. They said that to all the family, friends, donors, volunteers, etc., we have more than surpassed the goal and feel that it is enough. So basically they're saying we feel like people have given enough Please keep us in your prayers, but we're closing down the ability to donate to yeah. the GoFundMe. I mean, I have seen that happen with GoFundMes mm-hmm. before. That's not the first time. Well, I respect that. I mean, they're using the money towards the search. They feel like they have what they need in order mm-hmm. to continue the search. Yeah. So on March 23 of 2015, a hiker finds a decomposing body near the end of Kalua Road. Foul play is not suspected, and they end up calling it an unattended death. Never heard that. An unattended death? I know, I'm the wondering. What the fuck does that mean? I'm guessing it either means suicide or like natural causes, but nobody was there. I don't know. Um, does it... Isn't that weird, though? If a tree falls in the woods it and doesn't be. make a sound, does it still make it a sound? unattended, an unattended fall? I don't if know. If someone dies and there's no one around to see uh-huh. it, is it actually death? Well, it could be, too, that they don't know what the cause of death is. So, but they're saying it doesn't look like foul play. And then on July 12th, an emergency call comes in at 7.30 PM by a schoolmaster and some boy scouts on the Kalua trail. This person, it was the boy scouts leader. I know it. He killed them all. (laughs) And they call in to say that they had found a body. This person was identified as a 35 year old man who had died of a gunshot wound. So it is ruled as a suicide. But can you imagine being his family and every time you hear about a body being found anywhere? Like even this this first one was like 40 minutes from where he went missing. But still, it's like out in the woods. That would be difficult. Okay. Theories in this case. Landslide has been the one that we've talked about the most. On February 16, just over a week before Moak went missing, five hikers got stranded from a landslide and had to be rescued. So like you said earlier, could he have gotten trapped in the same landslide? Did he go off trail and just not be able to find his way back? Again, very possible. Especially if you're hiking on... A trail that you technically shouldn't be on that's not well-maintained, it might be a lot easier to get off of the trail. And then we have foul play. Was it the mountain man from the picture that killed him? 
I don't know. Maybe. Could could there have been foul play involved? You know how they heard the yelling from one place, the friends stayed there, and then they went up to the top and mm-hmm. heard the more screaming? What if it was both the men? Oh, like the guy and him? Uh-huh. What if they were both, got caught in a landslide uh-huh. or something? Could have been. Because like... You know, so anyone can come forward and say that they were and the say that it was them in the one hundred percent, especially on especially Reddit. on Reddit. I yeah. don't trust anything on Reddit. So, like, I mean, it could totally be both of them caught in the landslide. I do. I did like when I first started reading about this call for help. I did wonder if these hikers could have made it up for attention because it's this one group of hikers, right? And I do think that it's possible, but the more I read about it, the more it kind of seemed more legitimate to me. Like there's five people involved. Three of them don't even feel like they can continue on from this spot. Like they're kind of traumatized by it. So, I mean, I don't know. I I don't think we'll ever know. But either way, the stairs are scheduled to be brought down this year, 2023. But multiple organizations have tried to stop it. They want to make it legal or charge people or have a permit system. They estimate that repairs to the stairs would cost a fraction of what it will cost Hawaii to tear them down. Well, guess what the fine is for hiking this? Ooh, what is it? Guess. Guess. Uh, How much? $200. No. $500? No. Is it more than that? Yep. <gasps> what? It's a thousand dollar fine. No way. A thousand dollar fine, and there's guards. There's guards that watch the bottom of the stairs. The taxpayers pay for those guards. And there's helicopters that patrol <gasps> looking for people That's on the That's the way to get them right there. Looking for people on the fucking stairs. Uh-huh. Wow. It's a thousand dollars. That's a thousand dollar fine. Okay. So that was the story of Moak and the Stairway to Heaven. And I'm hoping that if they do go in and tear down these stairs, that maybe that will lead to him being found. Honestly. might Or it might just make things worse. Or it might just make things worse and make it impossible for him to ever be found. But honestly, what they should really do is that they should just leave the hike alone. And then if you get caught on it, no one's coming for you. They won't. I'd be fine with that. Just like if you get lost on here, you get hurt. Well, it's like if you die on Everest, right? No one's coming coming for for you. you. Yeah. So let us know what you guys think. Come and check us out on Patreon. Come and listen to our Bunker Talks. Thank you so much for tuning in. And we will talk to you soon. Bye. One, two, three, four. So you can really taste the difference. I really know. It's so sweet. It's so fucking sweet. It's like ridiculously Maddie got sweet. a matcha lemonade and it's very sweet and she's very upset about it. It has classic syrup in it. I can taste it. Well, that's a lot of classic syrup too in that size. Yeah, that's like what? Seven? Six pumps. Six pumps? Yeah. You worked at Starbucks more recently than I did. I literally work at Starbucks right now. <laughs> Madison started a new job yesterday. Yep. 
and she's still working. Are you still working both your other jobs or just? No, well, I quit the bakery job a while ago when I originally thought I was getting this, this new job. job. Okay. And then this new job's just taking like literally two months for me to start. Yeah. More than that, like more mm-hmm. like three months. Um, so I quit that one a while ago and now I've just been like working at Starbucks and door dashing, which is scary. Door dashing is scary. Remember when we were talking about what's scarier? Like, is it scarier for the door dasher or scarier for the people that are getting the door dash? Scarier for the dasher. I, uh, started my list today. We leave in two weeks for Havasu Falls. Yeah, that's crazy. It's exciting. Day one will be 10 miles. Day two will be 16 miles. Dude, I don't know. I'm so <laughs> out of shape. I could not Day three do that. and four are undetermined yet. Well, day four will be minimum 10 miles. But uh, yeah, I think Shed's going to die. Um, I'm going to die. I He's been doing the stair stepper at the gym for like 10 minutes every day. And I'm like, I don't know if that's going to get it. I think you need more than 10 minutes on the stair stepper. The nice thing, though, about day two and three of our backpacking trip is that we won't have our our full packs on. We'll just have, like, a day pack on day oh, two wow, and three. Oh, wow, so much better. Honestly, that though... It is better than carrying, like, 50 to 60 pounds. Yeah, but at that point, your backpack... Come on, you know. You know at that point, like, your backpack isn't that much bigger. Did like, you know people actually take... They pay to take a helicopter... And drop them off at the campsite so they don't have to hike in and out. And you can also get meals to carry your backpacks, but we're not doing either of those things. So it's I like four hundred dollars. I think I would do the mule. That's like four hundred dollars. Oh my god! I'm just I'm just gonna bring my own mule at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well buy the whole damn mule. <laughs> it's the helicopter ride is actually cheaper than the mule ride. Maybe that's what I should do with my life. Maybe I should raise mules to be mountain mules. I like it. Yeah. Because. You're light enough too. They could probably carry you on your hikes too. <laughs> then you never have to get back I've in shape again. I've seen some big ass mules. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I've seen, Remember that huge, the Clydesdale mules that we saw? In Europe? Yeah. Those, Those things, things were, were huge. gorgeous. They were huge. I want one. They were so fucking cute. Those were cute. I love the donkey ears they have. I think they're cuter than horses. I could I could agree with that. Hi, babe. Hi. You guys are hungry. Oh, thank you. Apparently, if you stay in a room long enough, people will bring you food. <laughs> How long have we been in here? We've been in here for like over three hours. (laughs) We've been in here for so long. So if you just don't come out and you make it clear that you are not interested in providing nutrients to your own body, people will bring you food. (laughs) We just had fresh garlic bread delivered to us. Hell yeah. I mean... (laughs) I don't know about you, but um, all I ate today was like some carrot sticks and some salami and cheese that Hannah brought. I'm actually fucking starving, but I was like, I'm just going to push through. If Madison doesn't need to eat, then I can wait too, and I'm just going to push through. Don't make that your judge off. You'll starve to death. (laughs) Apparently, Maddie and I need to be fed in order to eat properly. I think I need to be institutionalized to eat properly. (laughs) Okay. 